excuse me. I said, I, did I just drop out for that whole thing? Yes. Uh, yes. Damn it. <laughs> you did, Connor. Way to fuck it up. Joe was in professional podcast. Joe uh, was in those 10 seconds, I didn't come up with an opening bit, and the universe decided that my opening bit would be silence. Mm-hmm. Yes. We heard, yeah. we heard like part of a word at the end there, and that was it. Yep. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> Oh, Las Vegas was a mistake. Uh, I mean, why did they come to this fucking way to build a city here? Like, Why did people choose to continue to live there is the bigger question, I think. The mafia yeah, is, exactly. The mafia it's, is the reason to all of this. Like, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's exactly the answer. Well, and on a larger scale, swaths of California, like the most populated cities in California, are also going to have the same thing eventually happen to them, which is the Earth is going to reclaim them for where it rightfully belongs. Because that's, that's desert out there, homeboy. That's, mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's all it's going to be in the future. So. In a big, giant fucking fault line. Yep. So do all the cocaine you can now. You B-grade yeah. movie stars like mm-hmm. Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> don't don't can't don't encourage that, Andy. That was someone's takeaway. Like, oh yeah, Jamie Kennedy movies. I'm like, our <laughs> legacy is so fucking bizarre. <laughs> well, you know, Andy kind of hijacked the show and decided to start talking about that. And it, As it, we anticipated, he would. Yes. I mean, yeah. during a recent LHP recording, that is how Eric Sayor sold the episode. So says something about that moment in time. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what Excellent. By the Excellent. way, he loved it. Uh, that's an inside thing, but he, he oh, loved awesome. it. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Um, good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. Um, um, I uploaded that Midsommar thing I made to the Movie Dumpster Instagram. Oh well, well, Joe, Joe and Sean didn't not let me do that. They were like, you're going to upload it? I'm like, I don't know. It's this dumbest thing I've ever made. Should I? Yes. <laughs> Oh my god. I can't believe that a dumb joke <laughs> culminated in a beautiful masterpiece. I'm going to go check out the Insta right now and see how it's doing. Um, part of me is hoping I get surprised. Hang on. Uh, that, that reminds me of something I've wanted to make for a long time. And I'll just say it here because maybe, maybe I'll actually do it. I've wanted to edit... Um, audio of um eli roth not eli roth tim roth tim roth um saying uh doing like his screaming thing in the back of the car from um (laughs) from reservoir dogs i I wanted to edit that audio into annihilation with the bear scene oh yeah Um, (laughs) yeah. no i actually know what you need to do that yes you do um whoa 193 views okay it's only been up for two hours (laughs) No, uh, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see if maybe it gets me a few YouTube supers too to my channel that has only that. Send it, send it <laughs> send to it. Nintendo. Yeah, send it to Nintendo. Let them let let Miyamoto see what he has wrought upon the world. <laughs> I, I can't wait for them to send a lawyer at me for some reason. <laughs> oh, they um, will. They will. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. We heard you used our stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, not if you put a Disney logo over something <laughs> in there, <laughs> and then, and then it, it won't. And then because two companies can't sue you at the same time, as I learned, uh, you should definitely do that, Carter. <laughs> Wait, really? Two I've, companies can't do it at the same time. Basically, yeah. So there's yeah. a way to circumvent YouTube's like copyright strike system by stuffing your video with so many instances of uh, like intellectual property that no one in their right mind can justifiably mm-hmm. say, I can monetize that video because you're using, using my stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, basically. Uh, you, you make it so that it's impossible for them to do that. I think that's why um, Aldo Jones gets away with his, yeah, <laughs> his um, trailers. Jim that Sterling does it for the Jimquisition, and Cosmonaut will do it when he fears a video will get struck, so he just does what he describes as egregious things to the footage. Yes. Um, and puts in, like, dancing anime girls, like, every, <laughs> every like, two minutes. <laughs> it's like dancing anime cat girls, and, like... Like, in the corner, it says, I'm sorry I have to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we had a problem with it on our channel because Smallville Chronicles was getting copyright strikes somehow. Uh, well, because um, I don't understand why. It was because of the uh, the song, I think. That's why yeah. Lou had to speed it up. But it was also the visuals. It was also the fact that he was using screenshots from the individual episodes. It also doesn't help that they played the entire episode on... <laughs> it's just it's just Lou and Al for five minutes, then they play the entire audio from the episode. I would listen to that every week. Arnold. It's just uncomfortable sighs every once in a while. <laughs> I would tune in every week. I still wouldn't. <laughs> sorry, Lou. Yeah, sorry, guys. I don't know. Those five minutes, I, I would savor them. Like somebody, uh, like a World War II veteran watching Saving Private Ryan. Just like, oh, yes, I know that feeling. It was commentary was like, like Arnold, like like when Arnold does commentary, where he's just telling you what he sees. Um, oh, and he's always yeah, excited give it about it. When when he's high as shit, you mean the whole time? Like yeah, like uh, like, uh, like, like she has gigantic tits. It's fantastic. You should. Uh, then you make them it. bigger. It's great. Look at them and they shrink again. It's wonderful. <laughs> this is the part where she tries to have sex with me. See, she's doing it right now. See, oh, 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 I love no. like the, the Total Recall commentary is a fucking treasure because he's like, yeah, and then shoot the guy, and then he dies. That's, uh, that's specifically <laughs> the one that I heard. He was very high while they were doing. I love that so um, much. There's a there's a band before we get into our actual topic. There's a band called Arno Core, and uh, they have a song called Exactly. And the song is made entirely of segments from the commentary track for Conan the Barbarian. That's it. That is fucking incredible. There's all another, without context. <laughs> there's another band called Get to the Chopper, which is all, or Get to the Chopper, which is all about Predator, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and I think there's a third one too. I think they're yeah. they're commando based. Oh, that's wonderful. Wow, we're really we're really. <laughs> And into something that I recorded recently. They discovered it, um, um, But anyway, anyway, we uh, we were talking about Midsummer before, and that can kind of, I mean, reaching back for a segue into horror films. Um, in April, we were talking with the idea of doing a movie special for Nightmare on Elm Street 2010. Uh, it didn't happen, so then we pocketed the idea, and here we are, and we're going to talk about horror movie remakes and uh, yeah. why we keep why getting we, yeah. bad ones and why the good ones are as good as they are. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. We haven't introduced ourselves, but do we care to at this point? I don't give no, a no, shit. No. If you don't I'm know Connor. who we are, there you go. Okay. <laughs> <I'm Lugan laughs> we'll introduce people who are new, but fuck this introduction shit. You know who we are. You okay, worry. if you can't tell who I am by now, fuck you. All right. <laughs> what if people oh. need to know who you are because they need to know if the five G rays have taken over your body? What if they need to know you've not been taken over by the deep state? Um, Making the friggin' frogs gay. <laughs> um, I have a group of Dobermans that are with me at all times, and they know the scent <laughs> and the power of true 4G, because 5G is an Antifa deep state plot. 
God, you like that was concept that was like conspiracyception. It's just like, <laughs> several layers deep. Also, Bro. they have they have the bite strength to be able to go through tensile steel. I've seen them um, take apart a nuclear sub. <laughs> um so we were we mentioned air and Arlen just watched it today, yesterday? Today, right before this show. So <laughs> Have you seen it? It was the first time since theaters. Um, I never. I was Connor. For, I, was, I know how how presumptuous of me. First time ever. Uh, no, I, I saw it after the fact. Um, I have no idea when on HBO or something. Um, and I have no good memories of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 nothing. Honestly, and rewatching, I was like. Oh, the good things I remember about this, those aren't here either. I just, I just made that up. I just wow. loved a new movie in my mind. <laughs> the one, <laughs> the one good thing about that movie has nothing to do with how the movie plays out, and it's Jackie O'Haley as Freddy Krueger, and that is wasted entirely. Well, and that, that in in my memory, it was the micro dream thing. I remember that being like an interesting cool concept. Um, yeah, but it's it's barely there. <laughs> the one thing I, I I haven't watched this movie yet because I don't hate myself. Uh, so uh, the don't one lie. thing I remember from it, from it is uh, this uh, him tearing off his I forget what it is. It's like a jacket, and like you can see the striped sweater underneath. I think that's just yeah, cool yeah. imagery. Like that works. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's in the, that's in the trailer. Yeah. Because um, yeah. they show the parents of Elm Street uh, attacking him in the trailer. Um, Mm-hmm. The movie commits a cardinal sin, at, yeah, just one. Um, and it honestly, I yeah, its existence is a is a slight against God. Um, <laughs> it tries to present the idea that Freddie may have been an innocent man and he was unjustly killed, which yeah, flops no. like all the the thematic stuff and the tension and way the story is all redistributed and then they just renege on it and go, nah, he's bad. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to be a reveal that he was bad and it's like do we need that? Do we it's... Ugh. No. Do That's we kill people with knife hands. We know yeah. he's a bad guy. Yeah, we know his knife hands. If, yeah, it's more interesting if there wasn't a reveal and it was that he was like a good guy just getting revenge. Um, that's something at least. I, I, that's yeah. an admirable choice but they make no choices. That's my biggest problem rewatching it today is um compared to like the 2009 friday movie that movie makes choices <laughs> that movie says we're gonna do this this and this and these are things that you might not like but they're interesting at the very that movie least. at least was um, like let's just do one through four in a yeah. marathon and you know we'll we'll amp up the intensity um and we'll make jason this like yeah. terrifying six foot tall survivalist um yeah yeah in this, he's just like, I'm Freddy Krueger, boo. Mm-hmm. And, and, Scared of me, yeah, Katie Cassidy. In that movie, in Friday, they do things that you've never seen in a Friday movie before. A grown man punches Jason in the face. That never happens oh, in any of the yeah. previous Fridays. Uh, well, it did in the one movie you absolutely hate. Oh, okay. oh well, yeah. Here's the only well, way they can stop that. I mean, like, successfully. Like, there's a moment where I only know him as Sam Winchester, where it seems like he's actually going to beat Jason to a blue yeah. hole. Yeah. Where no. like, oh, he's going to win <laughs> because he's yeah. also a giant man. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, uh, here's the way you, you one up 
uh, Freddie getting punched in the face. Uh, just a full blown German suplex. That's the only way. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, right. Rumi Mara, who is like 150 pounds soaking wet. Yes. You just, just specifically yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, she's in the sure. movie. Do you not know this? She's she's the Nancy. Dude, I don't movie. know anything about this movie. I don't remember it. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> Rooney Mara, who like became kind of a big star for like a minute uh, yeah. in this movie, um, very strange, very weird. She's out acting every person that she's on screen with um, because they're all bad for the most part. And uh, uh, our uh, our favorite Black Canary shows up mm-hmm. in the first ten fifteen yeah. minutes as uh, as what's her face who gets you know ceiling dragged. Yeah. Um, not, not I, I thought for a minute she was going to be the lead character. If I didn't know yeah. what was going to happen, um, they kind of convinced me for a second. So, so with that, with that scene where she dies, um, yeah. I was like, I'm like, how is this less effective visually? Like, there's been how many mm-hmm. years of advancement in tech and special effects? Yeah. Just like she floats and she die. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, mm-hmm. that's the extent of it. Yeah, an original. She's ragdolled across the ceiling for what feels like eight minutes. Exactly. Most of the kills are not interesting at all. They're very boring, um, and they try to do like the one-liner thing, and you can tell that they were done after the fact. That they had Jackie Earl Haley in like a recording booth. Like, okay, guys, <laughs> I guess I'll do the one-liners, um, and they no. all fall flat completely. Um, and it's just like. What are you doing? Also, they're not like they're not funny one-liners no. either. Like he's not joking. He's not being fun. He's not being entertaining. He's just no. being, you know, he's evil. He's evil. He's evil. He's dead. Right. Also, did, I want to know if you feel the same way. He's overlit. Um, for ah, like, and it makes his face look really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it looks a like really a thumb choice. with eyes. <laughs> and yeah, and it's just like when I go back to the original nightmare, like the things that were terrifying is the fact that it does feel kind of real in a, in a strange way. The characters are relatable and you don't really see Freddie for the most part, not well lit. At least he's hidden in shadow and he's very eerie. Um, yeah, freaky long arms. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. They capture the sense of being in a dream really well in that movie. Um, not, not, not really in this movie. <laughs> not, no. not, not at all. Uh, they don't do much with the lighting. It, like it looks like the same shot over and over again. Um, it's that bleach processing look that all two thousands movies have. Um, yeah, it's just an ugly, bad movie. <laughs> I can't. Uh, and the, uh, the, the makeup on uh, Haley is minimalist as compared mm. to original stuff, and it does like yeah. just he looks like a zombie. He doesn't look like a burn victim. He just looks like he's rotten, and I'm like, that that's not really as effective, because Freddy's face is very, very distinct. Um, mm-hmm. You sucked all the detail and fun out of it, and now he's just kind of this guy with a, a weird like look with no nose. Looks yeah, like yeah. a shitty Fallout ghoul. The, the part where he's the... <laughs> it looks like a ghoul! The part where he's the scariest is when he's on fire. Um, that's, that's the moment where he's the least, um, just ugly and dumb looking, just, just, uh, bad, bad choices. Again, they made no choices. It was a lot of stuff where I'm like, okay, this is what I expect from a 2010s Friday or 
not Friday, Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Um, but it was nothing that I didn't expect or nothing that I couldn't have predicted would be there. Uh, and I, I don't know. I just, that does not interest me at all. Give also, me I haven't seen before. Um, he also followed the original movie closely and didn't really yeah. feel like branching off and doing something that was different. Yeah. Um, which, like, like we said, Friday the 13th, I think is awesome. Um, I think it's super fun. Uh, seeing Derek Mears run at somebody is pantshittingly terrifying. Uh, apparently he's also, I, I've described him as like, yeah, it's Jason if he was a decathlete. <laughs> he, can, he can fucking throw real far, he can shoot real far, he can run real long. Uh, <laughs> he got that glute game real strong. And they, and this is the other thing, they kill people in that movie you don't expect them to kill. Like, people who you expect to die immediately live very long in that movie um, for most of the runtime. But then they kill people that were like, oh, I did not expect that person to die at all. I expected that person to maybe be the final girl or something. I um, thought Daniel Panabaker was going to make it to the end. And, yeah. like, he gets offed very, very easily right towards the climax. And Jason just tosses herself like a fucking bag of garbage. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. So, so you're saying uh, Jason's an MRA guy, or at least a red pill dude? <laughs> yeah, he's been red pill. That's that's what they should do now. They should make him a a Richard Spencer type. He comes out oh, with his I mean, MAGA hat on. We, we we can't do a fucking thing with with Jason. What feels like uh, forever. Um, he's yeah. going to use perpetuity. Sort of truth. <laughs> like. That podcast I was telling you about, Connor, where it's Jason attacking in broad daylight, and like the entire camp is trying to fight him, but they're just getting annihilated. Like I want it. <laughs> like I need it. Like he goes on a rampage and he kills everybody. The only reason somebody gets away is because they're like pretending to be dead. Um, like I, <sighs> I, I've said the the best Friday movie I've seen in the last. Recently, was that fan film called "Don't Camp Al- Don't Hike Alone"? It's like an hour and it's an hour and a half long, too, or something. It's pretty long. And it's one guy camping through the woods, and he happens across an abandoned, desolate Crystal Lake, and Jason attacks him, and they have an extended encounter throughout the rest of the sh- of this short film. Um, it's broad daylight. They fight all the fucking place. They trash one of the uh, the, the houses. Um, they're knocking each other off roofs. Um, it's really fucking good. And, and then towards the end, the guy who played Tommy Jarvis in part six shows up for a nice little cameo. Oh, that's what was he doing? You know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, Friday came out, I think a month after or before, uh, probably my favorite horror remake of all time. And that's my bloody Valentine. That movie. That I, I never finished movie. it. I never is, finished it. Really? Which version you know, did you watch? I I had the uh, I had the 3D version, whatever the one that came with 3D glasses. But yeah, it's I don't know which version it was. I I started watching it and got like 45 minutes in, and something came up, and I was like, I'll get back to this, and I mm-hmm. never did. Oh, because the ending is awesome. Yeah. Um, it's actually it 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 bucks the direction of the original one and uses ideas that were uh presented for the un uh, like the the sequel that never got made to the original one mm-hmm. um which like i think it's tommy comes back and people think uh like the killing start again and people think he is the new warden fill-in 
Um, so he's immediately put under suspicion. Um, I can spoil the new one for you if you want. I don't. It, how old is that movie? I don't care. Yeah, 2009. It's like 11 years old. Yeah, it's, you know, I'll be dead by the time I get around to watching it again. So go ahead. <laughs> and, and here you go. Listen, spoilers for an 11 year old film. Um, Tommy is uh, the hairy villain this time. Um, yeah. He's he's there's some kind of event that uh, like snaps him psychologically, and it's been him in the miner suit the whole time, and him and Axel have a showdown in the mine shaft. It's fucking awesome. Hmm. And then he gets and then he gets away. <laughs> I've seen the the TV um, version of it. I've never seen the um, the the. I guess uh, I'd say, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it's still a good <laughs> movie. I just wish I saw the, the yeah, uncut yeah. version. The R-rated cut <laughs> has a <laughs> shot in slow motion 3D of the pickaxe guy shoving his pickaxe into Tom Atkins' jaw and pulling it off in slow motion, and his jaw flies at the screen. That's well, fucking that one crazy. Under, the, and then there's the girl who gets pinned to the column or whatever, and she... <laughs> oh my god, oh, when he throws... Oh yeah, that's the other thing, too, is that the Harry Warden this char- in this movie has... Like he is as good with a with a pickaxe as Cap is with his shield. Um, he throws a fucking pickaxe down a mine shaft like hallway, and it lands in a girl's mouth and pins her to a fucking <laughs> post. <laughs> it's so good, nuts! Jesus, <laughs> I love it. So imagining much. it coming it's back to his such hand. a fucking good time. <laughs> such a shit crazy movie. It's so good. It's like it's at the some kind point, of gore where you can't take it seriously. You have to yeah, laugh you're, at it. It's fucking applause worthy. And like at some point, he's got two pickaxes and he's going off on people. Um, one of my favorite moments of that movie is after he attacks the shit out of some guy. He pickaxes this guy in the chest like probably twenty seven times, something like that. Um, <laughs> the guy is an absolutely like he's just filled with pickaxe shaped holes, lying on the ground, and someone comes up. And they check his pulse. And they're like, he's dead. I'm like, no fucking <laughs> shit, he's dead. Yeah, for real. <laughs> i get him some help. Um, that movie's great, and uh, yeah. it's, its relationship to Friday is funny, because both stars of Supernatural were in both of those movies in back-to-back yeah. months. And then we never saw them again. <laughs> well, we saw them. Just If you can't tell, I was obsessed with both of those movies when they came out. Um, because I was a huge fan of that show at the time. Yeah, um, before they had like eleven billion seasons. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Before they were like, oh, let's do more episodes than Star Trek, Smallville, and and X show all put together. Um, I think I think my favorite ever quote regarding Supernatural is Arlen saying, "If someone told me." That Supernatural had 15 seasons while I was a teenager, I would have strangled them. <laughs> well, yes, because you have to understand at the time when that show was first airing, I was like, oh, this show's going to be canceled next week. Like in the middle of the, <laughs> of the season, I'm like, this show's done. Like, there's no way they're going to continue allowing this shit's getting to go on CW. Yeah, I, dude, there were multiple times where I was like, oh, I'm. My favorite show's off the air now. It's just gone. It's never coming back. And then um, cut to ten years later, and it's like they're still they're still doing it. They're still. They're just, they're why still won't you die? <laughs> um, yeah, the plot twist in the final episode is that Sam and Dean have to kill the show Supernatural. Um, uh, so uh, Friday and Nightmare were both part of like a wave of remakes from Platinum Dunes, mm-hmm. which included. Th- Two, three Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies? 
Yeah, and I think this is the end of the wave. I I feel like that was the end of the wave. Maybe there were a couple others scattered at the the other half of that. Halloween 2 came out after that, right? Uh... That's the thing. I feel like the the Rob Zombie Halloween movies, I didn't watch any of them, but I feel like they're kind of in a different corner. I'm not saying they're good, but I'm saying like they're not falling into the trappings that I've heard that the remakes of Nightmare and Friday fell into. Sure. Like, no, and and they make yeah. decisions that are both like really interesting and also mm-hmm. fucking infuriating. In um, terms of like story and stuff like that, I totally agree. I do think that they still suffer from stuff like um, looking very much like a two thousands movie. Um, <laughs> just, like, yes, just, and and yeah. Rob Zombie for the life of him does not end a fucking light a scene taking place in no, the dark because no. in Halloween two, I can't see what. Hello. What the fuck is happening in that movie? Uh, um, and the first one is like Uh oh. Yo, Connor, you're cutting out real bad. We can't So once can't it's in remake to Connor, Hello? we can't hear most Hello? of what you're saying. Yeah, you just like disappeared. Yeah. yeah. Oh no! How stop the robot? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's just that's just all. I'll leave the call real quick and then come back and. All right. Okay. I don't know what just happened. All right. Um, well, the robot didn't crash on us, so that's good, I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to no. edit out that couple minutes of silence there, but that should be fine. Yeah, because I lost um, everybody there for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I, I uh, disconnected. I completely had a fucking seizure. It just shut down, um, and it said, like, ice connection or something like that. Um, oh, shit. They're after oh, me. Shit. Ice is coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, where the fuck was I? Um, you were on a rant about Halloween. Oh God! Okay, lighting. Lighting. so well, yeah, okay, so lighting, and then I was getting to Halloween one, and sort of how it what moves once it's in remake territory, because the first forty five minutes of that movie are an origin story, it's kind of interesting. It's the most yeah. interesting when it's doing that because you follow Michael as a kid, and yeah, Zombie kind of just presents him as like nothing happened to him. He's born absolutely rotten. He is a fucking bad egg. Yeah. And the conflict surrounds his mother trying her best to just make, like, get a normal kid out into society, and she fucking can't. Yeah. Well, isn't the mom played by uh, Sherry Moon Zombie? Yes, and mm-hmm. she's actually okay. good. Okay. Yeah, she's I, pretty good. I'd read some reviews that she's just a screeching harpy most of the movies. Uh, That is her role in, uh, what is it? Thousand Corpses, uh, Devil's Rejects, and uh, what is it? Uh, fuck, Three from Hell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not so much uh, that witch movie. She's actually very good in that. Movie. Yeah, she's actually yeah. really good in that one. But yeah. yeah. Uh, and then mm-hmm. Halloween Two complete apes Friday Thirteenth and has Michael 
following the spirit of his mother who is telling him to kill. Sound familiar? Um, a little bit. Yeah. Little bit. So the, the mental gymnastics that I do in my head when it comes to the zombie Halloween movies is I just don't consider them to be Halloween movies. I just, I consider it to be its own completely separate They're thing. like Attack of the Killer Bum yeah. named Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not the same thing. And if, because it does go against what I want Michael to be, which is this, this, this like force that like arrives into town and destroys everything. Um, that's, that's my preference. And that's, that's Carpenter's preference, obviously. Yeah. And I um, absolutely hate Malcolm McDowell's Dr. Loomis in part two, because it is a, yeah. it's not just a 180, it's a completely different person. Because mm-hmm. um, in the first movie, he's Loomis. He's trying to save Michael. He's trying to, he's trying to stop any more damage from being done. The second movie, he is an, an arrogant author who's now a bestseller because he wrote a book based on the whole thing. And he's like, well, fuck everyone. I have money now. Um, and he's just super, super, super arrogant and selfish. And uh, he just gets his head crushed by Michael at the end of the movie. It's really, really disappointing. Huh. Well, I guess they kind of knew they weren't going to make any movies after part two. Then. Um, <laughs> well, it ends with the idea that uh, 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 Lori could be the new Myers murderer. Yeah, I, I get the sense that Rob Zombie had sort of a, I'm going to make sure that they can't make a sequel to this. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going I'm I'm to write these fuckers into such a fucking corner. I actually really respect that. <laughs> yeah. Same. I'm like, yeah, that, okay. That, I, can, I can totally get down with that level of petty. I'm totally for that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh I don't know what uh what other good remakes come to mind though. I know you said you had a list, Connor, cuz I've got a bunch of them in front of me. Um It's sounding like there's a lot of really bad ones. I mean, I can one I can uh, think of off the top of my head would be The Thing because I mean, that's the, so ubiquitous. Like, do we even have to? I'm just bringing that up because, you know, yeah. I'm I'm sure there's some people out there who don't actually realize there was um, I mean, if it does illustrate I, to point it out just for one second, if it does illustrate something, it goes back to what I was saying about making something that's different. The mm-hmm. Thing and The Fly, which I consider to be the other great remake. Yes. Um, they both do things that are noticeably different from what they began with. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, those that's the gold standard. Those two with the whole, just holding a rope <laughs> that all other movies are trying to get over. Um, yes. And most of them do not. Um, no. Attention. <laughs> My attention to this list got, uh, brought me to the Crazies remake, which I... Oh, I forgot yeah, about that. I think most people did. Yeah, I, yeah. Actually, I actually liked that remake. It wasn't I, I think it's better than the original one. I haven't seen the original it's forever. It's been on my list. It's been there waiting for me to watch it. I just haven't gotten... I remember seeing it. the trailer a lot when it was coming mm-hmm. out. Um, I was too young to see it, so like yeah, I never right. saw it. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> we're children. Uh, in case anybody didn't know, uh, uh, child, literal child. But I, I do remember being excited for it because my, my boy Timothy, uh, he's in that. Yes, uh, so I was very all fantastic. Interested. Yeah, yeah, that was that was my entire impetus for watching it was that oh Timothy Oliphant's in this I'll check it right. out and, and it uh, was also when we had first gotten Netflix streaming I think mm-hmm. so it was on there from the beginning of Netflix streaming I feel like so it's like oh, oh wow. cool yeah it's, so uh, it's him it's and been there him forever. and Rada Mitchell from uh, Silent Hill are both awesome in that movie mm-hmm. um but as far as the original one it's more like 
it's less of an actual outbreak and more of like kind of fuck ups, isn't it? I I thought they tried to explain it like it was human rabies. Yeah, I, I watched it recently, and it's it is it's kind of an outbreak movie, but it's also just like a um, it's a commentary on government incompetency and bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's the main thing that it's sort of aiming its uh, <laughs> aiming its gun hat. Um, it's really just going after that. And how bureaucracy can just undo everything that they're. Uh, Wait, is this, the, huh. is this the American equivalent of Shin Godzilla? Kind of. It, it actually that <laughs> is kind of is. Um, this is kind of a spoiler for the original The Crazies, but I don't know who's actually going to watch it. They have like the scientist character that's in many many different films, who's like, oh well, he's going to save the day. He's going to come up with the cure. Um, the thing that they do that's kind of great is they kill him off. Um, but he he's killed essentially because he runs into these soldiers who are like, what are you doing here? You need to go back into the quarantine area. And while he's trying to run away, he ends up falling down a set of stairs, holding the cure to the virus. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and it's, it's, fucking fantastic and he's great he's in a bunch of romero movies he's one of those guys who's in a lot of them um i think he plays like a one of the cops that's just like shooting random people in dawn of the dead um he in hmm. uh creep show in the second segment the box yeah i believe so he's the husband oh (laughs) yeah um the uh the remake plays out like it's kind of a zombie film but if your zombies in question had uh, like simple machinery skills and still had their wits about them, essentially, they just want yeah. to rip your fucking you know, face off. Um, yeah, and it's it's the yeah, they become it doesn't really focus on the government stuff. Like they're there and they're obviously shooting background, but like all the tension is around Oliphant trying to get like his wife and like his family and friends into safety out of the fucking town. Um, and well, uh, the, if I'm remembering correctly. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Oh, no, you go ahead. I was losing my train of thought. <laughs> oh, um, I was going to say, I when I was watching it, mind you, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but uh, I, f- I seem to remember thinking, like, huh, this feels kind of like 28 Days Later, just not as good. Yes. Uh, well, it's certainly not as, like, it's not as effective and brutal as 28 Days Later. Um, yeah. Because 28 Days Later brings you up like, to a really nice, like, euphoric high when, like, the happy stuff's going on, and then crushes you five minutes later. Yes. Um, Crazies has a sequence towards the end when Rada Mitchell is strapped to this fucking, she's like a stretcher or something. And there's all these like, you know, possibly infected people also strapped to these beds and they're in some kind of government camp. And one of the infected comes in with a pitchfork and just one by one starts stabbing these people with a pitchfork. It goes on for like four minutes. It's fucking nerve wracking. I I vaguely remember that. Like it's, it's probably been like close to 10 years since I've seen this movie. So, um, and there's a cool showdown at the end with a gas, a gas station. Um, and the end is a nice tease because, uh, it shows them escaping, but it zooms out to like a, a map. Um, Mm. and, uh, it shows a path of infection and it's the town they're going to. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember it being a bummer ending, but I couldn't remember what it was. But yeah, well, you know, everybody's got to get theirs at some point. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, there, this one I might be controversial. Um, I don't like the Ring remake. Uh, 
I want there's to a ring remake. Can actually talk about this? Um, well, the, well, the ring is a remake. Yeah, what? Hunter, the one that came out in America is a remake. <laughs> You're shitting me, right? Wait, so, no. it should be so I've never, I've never seen the original, um, the the Japanese, the ring. So I can't really compare it. Um, but yeah, yeah, what, what Hunter, the Japanese one is called Ringu, and uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's, Sir, it's, you've you've gone your whole life without knowing if there was a there was an original ring made in Japan. <laughs> hey, like okay. like what uh, do you, what do you think that uh what was the name of it? It was the two ghosts, the one from the Grudge and the one from Ringu. Oh, Kayako versus Sadako. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you I you knew about that. I never right, put Hunter? that together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure if this was a bit at first until you oh just god. said that. Oh like, my god! Is he joking? Is this a bit? But no, no, I'm not joking. I didn't know that. Wow, that's that's. Well, I mean, awesome. here's the thing: revisiting the original one now is probably a letdown because you're like, this is such a fucking generic J horror movie. Now it's got the girl with the long fucking hair, and she's moving real slow, and she's pointing at stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's that's, that's kind all of over Japanese uh, horror. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But there's a way, like there was a wave of them. There was uh, there was the ring. There was dark water. Mm-hmm. There was uh, shutter. Um, uh, all having to do with like dead children or you know or the ghosts of angry women. Um, yeah, I think and they all got American remakes. Oh God, they did. <laughs> yep. All did. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yes, I, I like I liked the ring, and I've seen some of those remakes, and. They're all bad, so I, I don't know. I don't know what to uh, tell you. The one that makes my blood boil the most is the Pulse remake because uh, well, the Japanese yeah. version, yeah, the Jap- <laughs> Japanese version of Pulse is to this day one of my favorite horror films of all time. Um, yes, it's really interesting. It doesn't do anything you expect it to do, um, and it works more like a like a big giant essay on like human loneliness and isolation. The remake is loud noise go boom. Yeah, that's what it looked like from the trailers. It is a screaming MTV 2000s music video for two hours. Mm-hmm. Is that, is, am I thinking of a different movie? There's, uh, I thought there was one that had either Hayden Christensen or maybe it's Ryan Felipe in it. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it was, it was idea that there was some sort of weird pulse that was driving people insane. And I can't remember what it is, but maybe I'm, I, it was a movie that was out around the same time. And I was like, Oh yeah, that, that's pulse, isn't it? But I never got around to watching it. Oh I yeah. No, remember. totally different. Okay. Um, nope. Yeah, because mm. and, ha, Arlen, you've seen the original pulse. No, no. Okay. I, I, I might be the only person here who's seen it then. Um, it's awesome. It's about ghosts basically having whatever space they reside in becoming overfilled essentially. And they start pouring into our reality through like, uh, internet ports, uh, electrical sockets, like, uh, they basically infect the living world, and it's a very, very quiet, calm apocalypse because the way these guys attack you is that mm-hmm. they, once you're exposed to them, like, you, you're in this seemingly uh, perpetual funk, like, you just get real fucking depressed, um, you get lethargic, and then you just turn into nothing. You just turn into basically like a black stain on the ground. Um, and then you've essentially been replaced by one of these things. Um and they have weird movements. Uh, they they're sometimes are just shadows that seem to move and skip frames. Um, but over the course of the movie, you see locations that are very very populated. And then by the end of the movie, there's nobody there. But they don't make a show out of it. Like at some point, a character is at an arcade and he looks up, and all he hears is machines because there's nobody else in the fucking building. 
Hmm. Uh, and then by the end of it, they kind of they they show you some really horrific shit. Like as the as this is kind of heading, like coming to a climax, like planes are falling out of the fucking sky. Um, yeah. there are cities on fire. Like there are these black stained like corpses all over the place. Fucking good. And like I said, the remake is. I think the box art has a bald, pale, screaming ghost, and that is what the whole fucking movie is. It's just ghosts. <laughs> these bald guys. Yeah, Damn. it's weird. Like, and they all look the same. Um, there's these beat up, pale, white, bald men pop out of like dryers and fucking electrical sockets and go rah, and that's it. Yeah, like everything I remember of it, I'm like, that sounds like they took all the subtlety and everything interesting about the original. Yeah, movie. The original. The original has completely. a segment where a woman is talking about like. Being lonely, and then compares it to riding home on a bus and seeing a giant ant. I don't know how to explain. Okay, the ants like got its fucking legs crossed and waves at her. And <laughs> so anyway, you hate The Ring, a movie that I think is a pretty well-made mystery that does I mean, a pretty good job, and it's I'm, compelling, and the characters no, are I, interesting. I don't even. I don't think it's badly made. It just does nothing for me. Like I don't get excited watching it. Um, sure. I think the first time I saw it, one of the one of the twisted face reveals fucked me up. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, I'm like, eh. oh, well, is it the uh, yeah. is it the girl from the beginning that's with Amber Tamblyn, uh, David yes. Cross's God. child bride? Oh God, that one. What? Uh, yeah, David Cross and Amber Tamblyn are dating. They've been dating for years. Well, okay. Uh, okay. Well, now, now she's a woman, so I guess. Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess doesn't make it great. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, but still, um, I, yeah, I don't know. I didn't love like I didn't love the ring, but I was like, oh, I could see, I could see why somebody was like, give this man a movie with pirates and Johnny Depp. I, yeah. I, I I see you. I see how somebody watched it. No, I don't. I'm like, really, this guy? But um, until you throw in like the undead pirate aspect of Pirates of the Caribbean, I'm like, this guy, because it's a very like dark, gloomy, kind of depressing movie. Um, and I was like, oh, we should bring this guy back again. This guy should make movies again. And then I remembered, oh yeah, he did. Um, not The Shape of Water. What the, what the fuck was the movie he did? With fucking Green Goblin fucking in it and Sweden and goddamn what was that? What movie? are you having a stroke? Switzerland. <laughs> the movie in Switzerland. It's uh, goddamn what was that movie called? The Color of Water. The Water for something. I don't remember what it was called. But it's a it's like a hammer horror movie um, made today, starring Dane DeHaan. He goes up to this what the fuck? I have been Switzerland. Oh, um, yeah, shit. yeah. I know and what you're talking about. And it turns into like a fucking Victorian horror movie at the end. A cure for wellness. Yes, a cure for does do does anybody mind if we spoil a cure for wellness? Because that yeah, movie gets fucking bonkers at the end. I don't so care re- if, if I haven't seen it now. I'm probably not going to see it anytime soon. So it's revealed that Jason Isaacs is like a 200 year old man. Yeah. Um, who is living off of the energy collected by leeches, but like no, micro eels. leeches, eels, little like micro eels. What the fuck? Yeah. So like he like rips his face off, and he's like the Phantom of the Opera, and he's yeah. got like super strength and shit. It's it's the craziest <laughs> yes. movie okay. ever. All right. All right. It is I a bonkers reveal. 
I yeah. love it. No, it's it's also like two hours. Like it's the longest yes. movie ever for this reveal. Like it's it's not bad. I'm not gonna lie. Like I actually enjoyed parts of it, but it's it, really good. It goes yeah. batshit insane at the end. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Oh, now I'm gonna watch bump that, up that viewing time. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna watch this movie now. It's so insane. And like, yeah, there's so many moments and I'm like who the fuck made this? What person said, let's put this on screen? And nobody else was in the theater with me. Like, it opens, if I remember correctly, with a man committing suicide by throwing uh, himself off a bridge. Yeah, Love it. So, yeah. <laughs> Feel good yeah, movie so this summer. Here. <laughs> yeah, it's like a real, it's a real me movie. Um, so, yeah, um, I don't know. The Ring is fine. It's not great. I can see why it, I can kind of see why it kicked off like an entire subgenre for a little while there. Yeah, and I was um, gonna say, holy shit, do I hate the Ring too? Um, sure, I I've can't stand that movie. <laughs> and as somebody who has not seen all of the movies that I'm about to say, but having just looked at the Platinum Dunes release schedule and looking at all that, in those first few movies where they were doing J horror adaptations, any of those movies, as far as I'm concerned better than the Platinum Dunes remakes. Any of them. Like, Andy the Horror is a trash fire of a movie. It's I have awful. never seen that movie. <laughs> oh, the one with um, Ryan Reynolds and, uh, shit, uh, not Eliza Dushku? Mm-hmm. Oh, that movie came out. Has anybody yeah. ever seen the remake of The Hitcher? Do you know anybody who's actually seen that film? Because I don't. Oh, I don't um, know anybody who's ever seen that film. Joe, maybe, because he's, he would go out of obligation. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Joe would go there just to like shit on it, just to be like, I saw it, I fucking yeah, hated it. If, if anything, to have his suspicions confirmed and then mm-hmm. <laughs> sit there silently for 90 more minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, uh, like of all those movies, the best one is the Friday the 13th movie that we keep bringing up because it's the good one of all. Well, of I was, I was gonna say, I mentioned those Texas Chainsaw movies, and I think those movies are good. <laughs> If okay, not, well, like, if yeah. if not, here's the thing: it, they are disgusting. They are repugnant films. They're super mean spirited. Um, uh-huh. Everyone is fat, sweaty, covered in pus, blood, or something else. Like it's just, it's a gross ass film. Um, yeah. It is, like I said, incredibly mean spirited. Uh, but Arlie Ermey is just chewing the scenery in those fucking movies, uh, especially the prequel that came out after the remake. Um, and I think the prequel's better because um, it's not. Fair. It's not being it's not being guided by a movie that came before it like it, like it usually is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's supposed to be like an origin story about fucking Leatherface, but who gives a shit? Right. <laughs> well, is one of those uh, Tex Chainsaw movies? Is that the one that had Jessica Biel in it? Or am I? Th- yes, I, the remake had Jessica Biel. Okay, I couldn't remember because I know I know that was one of the big selling points when she actually had some sort of star power in Hollywood. I just I couldn't and, remember which one. And it, there was another one that had a shit. What's her face? Uh, Alexa Diodato or something along those lines. That's Texas Chainsaw 3D, and that movie is. I don't know a word in the English language to <laughs> sum up how much I I test that movie. Um, Please tell us how you really feel. That movie, okay, this is not a fucking remake, but it's one of the worst sequels I've ever seen. Um, that movie opens with fucking the original Texas Chainsaw House. It's positioning itself as a sequel to the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, oh, yeah, and we talked about this. Fucking police show up, they shoot everybody there. Like the Leatherface dies, the whole family dies. Um, 
like somewhere someone hit a baby on the property and then one of the sure. cops takes the baby home raises it as his own and later on i guess another baby who was hidden away or something um her cousin is the new leatherface and after a series of really really lame kills and a whole lot of bad acting and bad color uh, grading the ending has the worst line i've ever heard in a horror film which was get him cuz uh where she teams up with Leatherface to take out a bunch of rednecks, and it is fucking stupid. I, See, I was I was envisioning a, <laughs> when you said another baby shows up. I was imagining it yeah, was a baby I that shows up after, I immediately blacked out after she was raised. So it ends <laughs> up being a little baby. baby leather, a little baby Leatherface that's ending up raving hard out on people, but he's only like two feet tall. What the fuck is that movie? What the fuck is this <laughs> anime-ass shit where there's two babies raised separately, and one of them's a villain? Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah, what's this Curse of Grindelwald shit? There's this fucking... Yeah. fucking real bad. Uh, and then after that one, there was another reboot that was called Leatherface, and it's right. yeah. follow him before he puts on the skin mask, and you're like, why do I give a shit about this? Why does anybody care of it? Oh, I remember you ranting about that one because you got it Ugh. through extra legal means and you're like, I can't even finish it. It was free. I hate I, this. I didn't finish it. It was fucking bad. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. one of those series that just won't have the decency to kill itself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but you were getting, we were talking about The Ring earlier and um, the, I guess the, the movie that came up alongside of that that blew up, I guess, just as much as The Grudge. Yeah, kind of. and, not, and for, uh, not not for the right reasons, I would say, because no, the Grudge um, is a bad movie. I don't um, think any of the Grudge movies, original or remakes, are particularly that fun anymore. They weren't that fun to begin with. Let's be honest. No, nothing, um, nothing scared me more than the fucking Grudge as a kid. Like that, yeah, like yeah. that kid meowing. I hate that. I can't. I can't well, even okay, watch it. The trailers for the Grudge scared me. The actual movie. Boring as fucking nuts. Yup. Movie is a spoonful um, of Robitussin. Um, <laughs> the original has. I will say that you the 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 kid got you Hunter, but uh, Kayako fucked me up because once you like, once you get the idea of why she is the way she is in her ghost form, you're like that is monumentally fucked up. Um, because she's just croaking on her own broken neck the whole time. Oh, um, that's what it is. I couldn't. Yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. She was like strangled and pushed down a flight of stairs. Yeah. Well, why wasn't dinner ready? <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. That is not a funny joke, but you caught me so off guard that <laughs> that was the whole point. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Um on the on the subject of horror remakes. Um I think a general thing so that we don't have to talk about every single one is that there are a lot of horror remakes where again, they just do nothing with the idea. They don't do anything new with it at all um like yep. like let me ins of the world um which is a movie i don't hate but it's it's literally let the right one in just in english and it's yeah, even exactly down to like the same thing. Even down to pacing and tone and like the way it looks it's very it's yeah the original one very you know very religiously i guess um, yeah. Meanwhile, movies like Fright Night and Evil Dead oh. are forgotten. They're just Holy shit, I away. love Dead. I, I love that remake a whole lot. Evil so Dead much. or Fright Night? Evil Dead. Uh, I, I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I own Fright Night. Like, that movie's great. 
like mm-hmm. that remake. I mean, I like the original one when I was younger. Yeah. I haven't seen it in years, but yeah, that remake is so goddamn good. The remake is probably uh, one of the better horror movies I've ever seen. Um, mm-hmm. I've been, I haven't seen Fright Night, but I've definitely seen Evil Dead, and holy shit, yeah. I love that fucking movie. Evil Dead oh, is God. just like I saw that on my 18th birthday in like the middle of a blizzard with no one else in the theater, and it was like the coolest <laughs> experience I've ever had. Oh, oh that's awesome. Um, I think I think Jane Levy in that movie is like a different level because one, she has the most expressive eyes I've ever seen in my life. And when she is freaked out, they practically pop out of her fucking head. Um, Just the way the deadites operate and how damn mean they are. Uh, When what's his face is getting stabbed by the syringe in the eye. I was like, no, 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 (laughs) no. But when that woman's using the electric slicer to take her arm off, it's so... Yeah. Uh, it had it had uh, enough nods to the original one to make it feel right. cozy in that series, but it's completely different uh, mm-hmm. in terms of just, like, execution, tone, intensity from the first one. Because the first one becomes yeah. a fucking cartoon by the end of it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yes, there's like there's purple, green, and yellow blood squirting everywhere. They're flying through the air. They're well, overacting. You're you're getting the second movie con, uh, confused with the first one because the first Evil Dead actually yeah. is creepy. I think oh, it like, is, it, but but it I'm doesn't saying, go over the top too much. The final ten minutes when Ash is facing off against like the rest of his cabin mates is like it's when it finally approaches like almost comedic levels, but it's still trying to be goofy. Um, yeah, I mean, I, and I guess it's just because I saw that when I was like 11 on like night flight or something along those lines. It was just, you know, late at night after Saturday Night Live and I was like I, before I, I, watching it. I will say that the pencil in the ankle is one of the yes. most harrowing things I have yes. ever seen. Yeah, I and I don't like it. I hate yeah. it. And especially with the prosthetic foot that keeps fucking wiggling around as they move the pencil. I'm like, stop it. I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's great. But the remake and the fucking ending of the remake, where it's raining yeah. fucking blood and Jane Levy's fighting a, a deadite version of herself, uh, I love everything about that film. Yeah, so good, so good. Yeah, it's you, pretty great. Uh, you should watch Fright Night. You should because it's should. good for a lot of the same reasons. Like Colin Farrell in that movie, chewing uh-huh. scenery isn't enough of a descriptor of what he's doing. Like he's, yeah, yeah. Like, and here's the thing: he's if you like the original what they're doing is something different, but it's still like, it feels right with what they're doing. And also I think what that movie and evil that have in common is that they can kind of be considered sequels, depending on how you want to look at things. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I think well, that's you maybe. Well, no, but he's not the only yeah. one that feels that way though. Cause I think if you watch yeah. the evil dead remake through a certain lens, you could say like, so this maybe this is when Ash is you know away and disposed of something and mm-hmm. like in the meantime like the book has returned the you know the deadites have returned but and Evil this time but they've I can been see. yeah and, but, I, and they've been I, stewing I, for so long they've gotten they've gotten meaner and meaner and meaner mm-hmm. and then finally when these kids show up they just you know they they, they awaken a caged yeah. animal and in the case it's of just, Evil Dead I don't even think that it's necessarily the same Ash it's N Ash who had uh, a similar experience to prime ash i guess and in (laughs) fright night i'm referring to things that the people making the movie actually said where they're like maybe this is the same maybe this is kind of a sequel because they point out that the vampire is supposed to be a different species than other species of vampires and there i know i just i i feel like that was just a way of giving a nod to the prior one but not directly saying that because i don't know i don't 
I like with Evil Dead. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. That Ash cameo at the end, um, mm-hmm. regardless of the Ash multiverse theory that you have. But just <laughs> Fright Night. Just, Every Evil know. Dead is a different universe. You can fight <laughs> me on this all you want, but Fright it's Night, true. A Fright Night. I feel like that was just kind of a nod to the original. Just saying, like, oh sure. yeah, there's a yeah. different type of vampire. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I I like to live in a world where it's it's just a remake that was done well because. When yeah. you start when you start having people who are making it saying like, well, maybe it is a sequel. It's like, no, it's not. You fuck stick. Just shut up. No, Just- I, 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 I understand that point of view also. Um, because eh, I don't know. I like the I like the openness of it. Um, but I, I agree. Uh, to some extent, I just um, I want things to stand on their own. If they're good, they don't have to be connected to something yeah, else at all times. I, I I I do agree with that as well. But at the same time, I don't know. Some of my favorite remakes have done that. They've left that door open. Um, so yeah. Um, uh, my eyes went right to the Dawn of the Dead logo when you said stand on its own because. Uh, yeah. At, you can watch both. Of the, you can watch the original Dawn and the remake back to back and have a different experience with each one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I yeah. love the remake. Uh, it's, it's, I think we mentioned it in the last episode. It's like Spider is fantastic behind the camera, and he didn't control the story. Yep. So mm-hmm. the story is not ass. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's just it's fucking mean and brutal, and everyone's like, "I people hate running zombies, but I'm okay with it. It's fine. Whatever." Um, not real when to begin with, so who cares? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, and when it's when it's done well, it's it's great. Like you don't, yeah. it doesn't matter if they're running or slow or whatever. Like, and I guess, I guess that's my biggest thing is like with a good remake, like it knows that I'm going to take the best parts of potentially yep. a bad movie and then extrapolate what I need from that and make mm-hmm. a good movie out of this, as opposed to, no, I need to make it exactly the same as the old movie because it's a, it's a remake. So it has to be the same thing. Right. Like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, so boring. Exactly. So, isn't exactly. the uh, isn't the remake of Psycho like a shot for shot remake of the original one? It yes, is, it but is. that's wasn't that Gus Van Sant who did that? Yes, that was Gus Van like, Sant. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I feel like that was more of him doing like a secret art house film than it was him like being like I'm remaking yeah. Psycho. I'm gonna yeah. see if I can replicate Hitchcock down to the finest degree. Yeah. Um, yeah, I also uh, heard there was kind of a pettiness thing going on there also. Like, the studio gave him a a list of scripts to do, and they were very heavily hinting at, you should do Psycho. And he was like, fine, I'll do Psycho. And that's the movie that he made. The the movie that's just Psycho, shot for yep. shot. So yes. that's, Starring that's everybody's go. favorite uh, actor, <laughs> Vince Vaughn. <laughs> Yeah, uh, everybody's favorite. Yeah, who um, like Blake Shelton himself? <laughs> uh, I saw Quarantine in afternoon that I watched the original record, and that's what it's called. Everybody, it's not called Wreck. Um, even if I've referred to it as such. Um, and when I sat watch Quarantine, I've told the story before. They showed a teaser for the movie I was about to watch, and the teaser was the final shot of the film. Um, I feel like that should be illegal. That should be yes. Having a finable effect. Having having watched the original before I went and saw it, um, and once I saw that, and this he was basically presented with a again a oh my am I dropping out? Yeah, Yeah, you dropped out. Yeah. Wait, hang on, hang on. Oh, that that works. All right, you're back. Awesome. Um. Uh. 
yeah, Quarantine is essentially a shot-for-shot, moment-to-moment remake of the original record. Mm-hmm. And honestly, just watch the original at that point, because I mm-hmm. think better. And then well, the sequel is fucking insane! <laughs> well, that's the thing with, with our, the remake of Record. Like, the only reason they did that is because, well, people don't want to read no fucking subtitles. Let's just give, right, them, exactly. give them the American version. Make them speak English. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, that's my... Around. That's my biggest problem a lot of times with with remakes of of foreign horror films is that the foreign heart foreign, the original version of the film is normally 10 times better because you have to dumb it down a lot of times for America. And it just it doesn't make any sense to me. That's why the proposed Train to Busan remake has me super fucking nervous because I don't want anyone touching that movie. No, I don't. I don't know if that one's actually happening, but like I don't think it is either. They'll hire people who are like good. They'll, they'll hire people that I know yeah. are good directors <laughs> and that have ability. Again, to, to go back to the let me let the right one in and let me in. That's the director of the later Apes movies who is currently working on Batman. I know he's oh, a God. good director. I know he has talent. So the fact that they just made him do a shot-for-shot remake of Let the Right One In, and for the most part, change almost nothing. Um, it's it's it just leaves me flabbergasted because all they did that's different is um I think it's like a flash there's a flashback narrative in the American version like they start from the guy who's in the hospital who um got burned with acid I think I vaguely um, remember that they yeah they start from there that's the big difference and then it's being told in backwards but like. They just remade the same movie, and they did nothing inspired with it. If they wanted to do a remake of Let the Right One In and just change everything that didn't really make sense for America, that's interesting. Because that story would change if you actually set it in small-town America. But they just were like... Let's make it as close to the setting of the original movie. <laughs> it's like a sw- it's a Swiss can. <laughs> it's a Swiss town in the middle of America. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, like, one of the uh, uh, interesting side note. I don't know if you, any of you knew about uh, Let the Right One In. Like, I had read the book. It was the movie was based on all, mm-hmm. shortly after I'd seen the uh, the original version. And one of the more interesting things in it is that uh, the main character, who mm-hmm. is supposed to be a little girl, um, is actually a boy who was uh, neutered essentially. When uh, he was very young, before he was turned into a vampire, I did and hear this. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And they kind of hint at that in the uh, in the is it Swiss? Is the original version Swiss? Uh, Norwegian, I think. Something from the Netherlands. Swedish. Um, Swedish. It's Swedish. It's Swedish. Swedish. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's a scene where you see the vampire's yeah. real form, and it passes over quickly. But if you if you happen to look at the crotch, because after I read the book, I saw the movie again, you can see that it's just this garbled mess, and that's oh, their little bit of a hint. My God, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But in the American version, it's Chloe Grace Moretz, who, um, mm-hmm. if you can't tell, she she is a woman. Uh, mm-hmm. She is a young lady, um, and there's no way to confuse her for anything no. else. No, because uh, I mean, if you if you think about the original Swedish version, like even the the young woman that's playing the vampire, like there's mm-hmm. kind of a an asexuality to her. Yeah, like yeah, it's it's yeah. it's not definitive like 
female or male. She's just kind of an androgynous look Mm -hmm. as much as little kids can have to an extent. Yeah, yeah and, can, and I assume that works better even here in this country because of the vocal distancing and all that. And I can't really tell yeah. you the difference between a male accent and a female accent in Swedish. I can't nail yeah. those things yeah. at least. Exactly. Um, Holy was in that fucking Carrie remake that exists for reasons that uh, go beyond me. They made a Carrie remake. Yeah. 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 And again, that's a. That's a uh, is it Kim- Kimberly Pierce, the director of um, American Psycho. I don't love American Psycho, but she's a good director. <laughs> and you tell me that it's her doing uh, Carrie. I'm like, that'll be something interesting, right? She'll do something that I've never seen before. From nope. what I did see of it, it's <laughs> just the exact same movie. Oh, it's and just here's the same thing. <laughs> the extra disappointing thing and this is this happens i'm sure in any movie we can bring up that has been remade in the last 10 years the climax is completely undone by so much bad cgi so much of it um Um, whereas like what what did they need to use cgi for they just like carrie's fucking she's like one it's cgi gore which is like well she goes very i fucking hate it yeah um i hate cgi gore because it never looks convincing no um and she goes akira yeah. Um, okay. They up the body count, and like they do it for like POV shots of people getting thrown against glass. Um, at some point, yeah. she's fucking levitating. Um, is it's like a hat on a hat. There's just so much going on. Um, uh, yeah. but at the same time, it's like I've seen this before. You just add some fucking razzmatazz to it, and that's about it. Um, it left mm. virtually no cultural footprint. A uh, hundred didn't even know it existed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think most people know that it existed. Like, I think it's been completely forgotten. And there's something to be said for the casting of Sissy Spacek in the De Palma movie. Like, yes. she makes sense as a woman who is pretty under the right circumstances who can also be bullied. Chloe Grace Moretz is, like, gorgeous. <laughs> like, just, yeah. uh, like, unapologetically... She, it's the meme of you put glasses on the girl and suddenly she's ugly. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's 100% that. And it makes no sense in the movie that she's supposed to be bullied in any way. It's like, no, she would be one of the popular girls. There's no reason not to. This is contrived um, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do we all feel about the last house on the left? I don't think I've ever actually seen the remake. I've never seen it either. Um, uh, I can say that it's the most uncomfortable I've ever been in a theater in my life. Yeah, Hands down. Back. That, that's the one thing that made me go, well, maybe it's good. Because <laughs> at least yeah. if, you're, if you're a Last House on the Left or Last House on the Left fan, maybe that's something that's a good thing. You want it to not hold back and be very um, sanitized. Like a lot of uh, a lot of those horror. Movies. I assume that modern sensibilities were gonna sanitize that movie, and then the you know the scene that I don't even have to name because people mm-hmm. who've seen both movies know what I'm talking about is overlong and just it's got all these like gross camera angles and like it's filmed in a way that it made me feel fucking dirty. Um, mm-hmm. and and then it just kind of plays out the the original one except for the ending where the dad sticks the main dude's head in a microwave takes the cover off and like rigs it so it basically cooks his head. That would take a lot of work. I know. <laughs> That's a lot of effort. That's a lot of yeah. That's a lot of 
ridiculous. I, I mean, you could just stick a, a cube of ice with a spoon in the microwave and kill them that way. I yeah, mean, or just put a just put a can of unopened soup in there and like right. tie him to a chair. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, speaking of uh, films that have very uncomfortable things that happen in them, um, and this is for the original version. I I've, I've never seen it, but uh, I spit on your grave. Did that really need to have oh, a boy. remake? Why would they do that? How did it have? Did it have five or did it have seven? Oh, those those were like sequels to the remake that they made. Like, yeah, the the original one, there was just I Spit on Your Grave. As far as I remember, that was it. Or were there more than one I Spit on Your Grave films? Um, Did we need I'm seeing two and I'm seeing three and four listed on Google. Um, Are you uh, sure those aren't for the remake, though? We have the remake right now because I I didn't pay attention to this as soon as I heard it was coming out. I'm like, and it's gone for my consciousness. I don't want to ever think about it ever again. Um, yeah, um, I spit on your grave two from two thousand thirteen. Oh s- my god! I spit on your grave. Vengeance is mine from two thousand fifteen, and I, I, I spit on your grave. Deja vu two thousand nineteen. I yep. am inside. <laughs> now, my question is: Is this supposed to be the same woman throughout all the film? And if so. Is it the same shit happening in every one of these sequels that happens in the original? Because if oh, it is, I would have killed myself if I was I don't that. want to know the answer to that question. No, I, don't I don't want to know the answer either. Like, anybody who's like, oh, I might want to check that out, don't. No. Don't, don't watch this movie. Watch would... that movie that's on Shudder. Um, what is it? Revenge? Is it yeah. Revenge? Oh, yeah. 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 Which I've is, heard that's very which good. Which is much better. <laughs> much well, that's better. the thing. Like, I remember uh, back in my 20s, like, you know, I was going through, like, all of these quote unquote classic shock films. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch I Spit on Your Grave. And about, like, half an hour in, I'm like, I'm really not comfortable with this. 45 minutes in, I'm really not comfortable with this. <laughs> like, after two hours or whatever amount of time, I'm just like, I, no, never, ever, ever mm. again. Like, that movie left an indelible mark on my soul. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, as I got older, especially, I am less tolerant of, like, Shakurama, uh, like, stirring up controversy with intent uh, horror yeah. films that are just trying to gross you out. Because it's, it does nothing for me, one. Like, and as soon as Human Centipede came out, I was like, I'm done with this genre forever. <laughs> Yeah, well, that was the thing though, specifically about I Spit on Your Grave. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't the the shock gore. It was just the continual and unapologetic rape scenes. Yeah. Like, it just it it's unnecessary. And I I haven't seen the newer one because why would anyone ever watch it? Um, but I worry that they made it even worse in the newer ones. So I read too much of the Wikipedia. Um, (laughs) and uh i spit on your grave three is a sequel to i spit on your grave i I spit on your grave two is a completely different film okay that's Uh, it that's a uh equally worse egregious like (laughs) sin is to make three of these movies and then not have them make any sense what the fuck like, so no. what, what did you glean from Wikipedia about these terrible movies? Okay, so okay, so this is actually a good development. It looks like the third one, it's more like she's dealing with her trauma, and she teams up with another girl who was also a victim of assault, and they're just going after and like 
brutally murdering rapists. Okay. Um, that's actually not a bad idea. I'm never watching this film. Still, no. never. Not one. Never. Absolutely not. Um, but I kind of respect this premise much, much more. Um, yeah. Uh, fucking Anchor Bay. Uh, uh. <laughs> and on the uh, on the note of unnecessary remakes that involve rape, um, Stray Dogs, which one could argue is a bit of a horror movie. Have any of you seen? I, any? I, I have hmm? never seen. I haven't seen either of those movies. The Peck and Paul yeah. one is good mm. if you can uh, either a stomach or b fast forward. I would advise the fast forward part. Right. Um, because the rape scene is horrific, but it's it's interesting to see Dustin Hoffman as a badass in it. But oh. yeah, it's it's you a kind of a nebbish badass, but still badass. But right. yeah, it if you've never seen it, you really should watch it just to see it and understand where some of the issues that people had with Peckinpah came from, other than him just being like the 1950s right. and the 70s man's man type of idea but but yeah it's it's yeah. good but it's i don't understand why that movie needed to be remade like there's absolutely honestly no when you were when you were beginning yeah. that little sentence i thought you were to go with the hills have eyes oh i totally forgot about that oh god oh uh, that yeah, yeah. That remake yeah Ooh. well that's uh that's uh alexandra uh Aja who remade yeah. the hills have eyes um he's uh the guy who made that uh High Tension, uh, a movie that everyone mm-hmm. loved for a while and then uh, hated years later because they're like, hold on, that twist doesn't make a fucking lick of sense. Um, uh, also, I hated it after I saw it, like 10 minutes later. I was like, wait a yeah, minute, it, it is a fucking sense. It presents way too many logical fucking canyons uh, that you cannot cross. No. Also remade Piranha, and I think the yeah. Piranha remake is fantastic. <laughs> I've, I've heard that. I've never actually seen yeah. it. Is it, is it like a super expensive, uh, joyful B movie? Um, I mean, like, I've heard that it does all the things that we've said are the good, the good yeah, things. Yeah, uh, Jerry O'Connell oh. is a girls gone wild smut peddler who gets his dick bit off. Um, James gets into the water like about like thigh deep, takes the engine off a boat, and is just ripping piranhas apart with it. Uh, Ooh. And the beginning has uh, Richard Dreyfus showing up to get into his boat, sing the song from Jaws, and then be murdered by a underwater tornado of pir- piranha. That's Wait, Richard Richard Dreyfus came out of retirement and his seclusion <laughs> to do the piranha remake. Yes, and it kind of sets a great tone right away because, like, he's drinking Amity beer and he's like, he's he's <laughs> he's whistling "Show Me the Way to Go Home," and then within a minute, he's getting his skin ripped off by a bunch of killer mutant fish. Jesus that's kind of great. That's okay. I kind of love that. That's, I, that's pretty. I can cool. understand why he would do that. Then, yeah, yeah, um, fantastic. Uh, apparently, the sequel to that, Piranha Double D, is uh, terrible, and I've never bothered. Wait, you yeah. mean the movie that's named after Boo? Is bad. <laughs> I get that you get the joke. Titties. Titties. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of others. Let's see. Um, a one ton have been for good. One I've never seen, but I I can only assume is bad is uh, the Poltergeist remake. Um, oh man, that's a movie that I forgot existed at the moment. It oh came God! Out. <laughs> Holy shit! I totally forgot about that movie. That's got a what's his face. Shit, shit! I can't. Oh, remember the uh, name. Sam Rockwell, and, I believe. Sam Rockwell, but the the guy who took over for the uh, the short woman, um, I can't remember. He's 
he was in Fringe. He's been in a bunch of different stuff. He's one of those mm. bad guys. You can talk amongst yourself. I'll find out who he is. I um, never bothered. And once I heard it coming out, uh, I, I my gone with my life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, also, I don't. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you release this remake and not have some kind of like fanfare around it uh, or. I don't know how you have it so uneventful that people just forget it exists. Mm-hmm. Well, to me, this has the same problem that like doing an Exorcist remake would have right now, which is Ugh. why? Why would you do that? There have been, how many Exorcism movies have there been in the last ten years That's alone? A good point. Um, like the, the the Exorcist gets remade every time a horror movie has its climax. Exactly, and like <laughs> this Poltergeist movie, it came out in twenty fifteen. Insidious 2 was like 2014, I want to say. I, I can't be sure of that, but it's like, why would you do this? Insidious exists. The Conjuring <laughs> 1 has happened. You don't need Poltergeist. You have Even the if, modern Poltergeist equivalent right there. It exists already. Why there, are movies, there are movies that run parallel to the alleged true story that The Exorcist based on like i think yeah. the right with anthony hopkins is like based on the account of the you know, the alleged priest who performed right. an exorcist um or performed the exorcism um i th- i think there's a found footage movie that played like an exorcism movie that doesn't have an ending um it's a oh fuck what is it called oh shit oh, what is it called oh i oh, can't the vatican tapes no it wasn't the vatican tapes well that's another example i forgot about um the exorcist? No, what is it? Oh uh, no, the, I think I think the last exorcism is great. Um, I can't remember and, the name of this movie, but it ends with like like the camera stops yeah. after like a car accident, and then yeah. and then a fucking URL pops up and says, "See what yeah. happens? Go to this fucking website." <laughs> no, <laughs> it's so infuriating. It's and, on the level of like Amazing Spider-Man Two ending with. What was it like a a, a barcode or something? A fucking oh, oh the, my um, god! And one of those scan codes. The uh, yeah, yeah. The, what, the, what the fuck they are. Um, and here's the thing: if you watch that movie now, which of the, which again, I can't name it. Um, and go to that URL. The URL doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> of course, that, mo- that movie of literally not. does not have an ending. They didn't buy domain insurance for that movie. Are you kidding me? It's Please. the uh, the devil inside. There we go. The devil That's inside. It That's what it was. Uh, That's the thing, because I remember the trailer for that. I was like, oh, that actually looks kind of good. And then I heard about that. I'm like, you will never see a single penny, <laughs> you assholes. Yeah, and, and like, it, it's weird, because like, good exorcism movies do come out. I watched that movie with Aaron Eckhart, where he's an exorcist who uses science and the Inception method, basically, to exorcise demons. And it's it's pretty good. It's that's a uh, that's awful. Scott Derrickson, isn't it? No, it's it's not him, but it is um, it is Blumhouse. Um, okay, I can't remember who actually directed that movie? But I watched it, and by the end, I was like, oh, that that was a that was an Exorcist remake. Um, <laughs> that, but it was a good Exorcist remake, and I didn't realize it was one until the movie ended, um, which is the sign that it was not awful. Um, but I was like, okay, and that movie did nothing. Like. Nobody remembers that that movie even came out um, at all. <laughs> but, like, there are other movies that continue to just get made and get well, sequels. That's, and That's yeah. kind of like most of Aaron Eckhart's career, let's be honest. Well, uh, yeah. It's what incarnate. happened to him? Was he, I, in, yeah, incarnate. Was he cursed? 
Was he? he no, like, I think I think Chris Antista brought this up on Laser Time. He don't know, like what ancient god Aaron Eckhart pissed off, or like what you know, maybe he had something with a Hollywood executive or something like that. But like he was the movie closing villain in one of the biggest movies of all time, and is central yeah. to the plot, um, and does a good fucking job, and then just. And maybe I Frankenstein has something to do with that. You cut out. Yeah, we, cut we out. lost God. you there. Um, fucking damn it! <laughs> I think what the issue was is that he and Thomas Jane actually are the same person, but they've just been <laughs> split. So they need to reunite to form the actual original person who yeah. would be Thomas Eckhart. Um, Eckhart. <laughs> yes. Uh, there was a, another film that uh, it's exorcism base that i don't think a whole lot of people paid attention to but i watched it a while ago on i think it was hbo that it wasn't that bad um it was ah shit what was his name uh, eric bonas and he plays a cop and he uh, gets oh, teamed uh, up with a priest uh something yeah. at night um yeah it it wasn't half bad surprisingly like it's yeah, actually, and that one's based off of um, that one's based off of a true story, also. Yeah, Deliver, quote unquote. Is it Deliver us from evil. It well, might a lot be. of them are. Um, but that one, like, you can actually um, watch interviews with the cop um, <laughs> from that. Uh, and there was a documentary made about these two. I oh, think. Um, I that. Yeah, yeah, it is Deliver us from evil. Yeah, yeah, that was mm. it. Was surprisingly a good. Like I won't say good, but it was a fun right. movie to watch. Oh, and it was directed yeah. by Scott Derrickson. That explains a lot. All right. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, are there any remakes coming up that we are either dreading or looking forward to? Because the only one I can think of right now is Candyman. Um. Well, even then, that one's sort of like a continuation type thing. So I'm maybe like yeah. Yeah, like I'm I'm very into it. Like the moment you tell me it might be kind of a sequel, I'm like, okay, well, I trust you a little bit more now because you have more that you're going to uphold and there's a certain um base level of quality that I kind of expect. I'm um, I'm seeing a trend here with Aaron, with uh Aaron Jesus Arlen's likes which are movie universes. Well, it's, <laughs> it here's the thing. The a lot of the remakes that I like are yeah, they don't do a very good job of establishing something that is standalone. Um, there are remakes I can I can think of if I look at them that maybe I like more. Holy but... shit, we haven't even brushed over uh, it yet. Um, but then again, uh, what is what is uh, then again what is there to say? Because <laughs> it, it, that doesn't count. It was a TV no, movie. It was yeah, a TV was movie. Really, it was the most it, sanitized yeah. version of that story you could ever get. It's and true. Exactly. Why is yeah. he so mean? Why? <laughs> exactly. It's, it's <laughs> God damn it. Why is he so mean? Like, Why does he um, have to be so mean? Uh, God damn it. What was that no, but that movie is definitely uh, better, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it was better simply because Tim Curry was present, and that is it. That's all it needed. Everything all four fucking hours of it. Is yeah, Tim exactly. Curry? Oh, it's a shame it was ripping off Stranger Things. Um, <laughs> God damn it! Uh, wow. It is an evergreen dunk. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm actually looking at like a list of stuff that like may be coming out, like rumored. Um, the Grudge already happened, and we <laughs> society, we all in society said no fucking thank you, and moved yeah. on. Well, I, I don't think anybody was in the mood. 
They released that in January, which is <laughs> the most depressing month. I love and the idea of movie. Love- well, and, a, a whole audience going like i'm in no mood for your shenanigans okay well and all right this is this is kind of a let's say i guess uneducated white guy view so please bear with right. me if this comes across as insensitive sure. but i feel like when the original remakes of like the grudge and the ring and all that were happening there was mm-hmm. a certain mystique to foreign films specifically japanese horror films and now that a lot of that stuff, the production values have gotten much better, or at least they've gotten much better to an American eye, the the mystique isn't there, and all you have to do is watch the original version. We don't you know need what? a remake of these films now. I'll back you up and I'll say this. Those movies have already influenced other movies to the point where you don't need to remake them. They've yeah. had a they've had a larger cultural impact on the movies that are being made right now. I don't think the sort of Blumhouse era of the last 10, 15 years exists without those J-horror movies. And I think that they learned a lot from those movies in terms of how they write their stories and the kinds of stories that they like to tell. Mm -hmm. Um, And how they structure their scares are totally different because I can't think of a time where I was watching like, uh, there was no grudge, like the original ring, pulse, uh, one missed call, um, mm-hmm. like the whole wave. I can't think of a notable jump scare or one that involves like the fucking the violins being lit on fire and yeah. you know fucking camera tricks and whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Remakes seem to always have that, and one of the things I always wanted them to take from the remakes was the subtlety. Like, just don't don't fucking blast me with tension music while something's sure. hiding in the corner. Just put it in the corner and wait for me to find it. Well, that's. Yeah. that's- problem of modern horror in general like there's no patience with the audience and assuming that the audience will be able to figure it out it's the one thing that i'll give the paranormal activity movies credit for but they went the exact opposite direction oh man like well let's just assume the audience has all the patience in the world and give you one scare per movie um (laughs) and make the most interesting parts of the endings which you have to get to Right, yeah. and it's like, and this is this is why I'm not like I'm not as against say Hereditary as some people are because Hereditary is it is all the Paranormal Activity movies in one movie, and I understand the choice to do that and to just make it one movie instead of seventy hours of of footage. That's what it felt like when I was trying to watch them. It was like stop this somebody somebody take the remote from my hand and turn this off do you stop at uh the marked ones or do you stop at ghost dimension i skipped after three okay so the marked ones is really fun because it just enters schlock territory at some point and like spanish gangsters are showing up to shoot witches with shotguns well, um, the Mark ones also it's fucking rad dude the marked ones is um the marked ones is the uh, it's the Avengers of those movies. That's, like everything comes together, all the threads suddenly make sense in that movie. That, that movie has um, time travel. That movie has like chronicle yeah. uh, influences. Um, what the fuck? It is well, insane. It, yeah. it ends in the at the ending of the first movie. Like it all yeah. ties back what? around. Like the main character is running, 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 and then something happens to him. He gets disoriented. He turns around and he's in Mika's house. And Katie's downstairs, and it's right after she gets up from the bed at the end and goes downstairs and screams, and that was me get the camera. Um, 
So you see her in the kitchen. She's doing nothing but staring into space. And then as this kid is like, dude, hello, that's when she starts screaming. And she's basically saying, like, there's an intruder in the house. Come get him. Um, he comes downstairs and then she murders him. And then, like, a, 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 another demon appears and does, like, one final jump scare. Yeah, it's yeah. totally off the fucking rails. It's really fun. And the ghost dimension is a, a fucking CGI snooze fest um, that presents really cool ideas and does nothing with them. Shocking. I would have thrown something at my TV if I had to watch another hour of that, <laughs> of that fucking trash. I am so glad that I missed out on those movies because I was not, I was See, not missing I, anything. <laughs> I saw the first one in a packed theater at like 11 o'clock at night when it first yeah. came out. And that that I think is the optimal way to have seen those mm-hmm. movies. Like, or at least the first two, like everything right. after that, I'm not, I'm unaware of because mm-hmm. nah, man, but yeah, it's, <laughs> there's, there's something fun about like watching people lose their shit at even the tiniest of scare scenes. And then at the very end, seeing people like leaving the theater before the movie's completely over because Mika's body just got thrown at the camera. They're just like, I'm out, I'm done. I'm out. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm like hearing people scream what the fuck and then leave the theater like that was that was how i I ended up enjoying the first two but outside of that i haven't watched any of the other ones the the second one has probably my favorite jump scare in like horrors when um like the mom is in the kitchen it's like broad daylight and you're 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 conditioned to think Mm -hmm. like daytime no scare nothing's gonna happen Mm -hmm. this is the quiet part and like the kitchen fucking explodes and everything just moves at the same time um I, my heart jumped out of my fucking chest. I was like, that was fucking terrifying. And I'll say this. One of the scares that actually stands out to me is actually from the third one. And it's the mm. babysitter um, that that keeps getting up to, like, check something. And eventually uh, it, like... Because the camera's been set up on a swivel. I forgot about that. Yeah, I did see the third one. Continue. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, it's just, like pants over and there's a sheet behind her that's like oh yeah no (laughs) but that was the first time in that whole night of me watching those movies i was like oh that's genuinely fucking freak and unnerving and i uh wow i don't know what to do with that and then the rest of the movie is just like a lot of people going to sleep (laughs) going to bed um except for when they bring that one guy in who's like the assistant uh, for the camera company or whatever, for their weird way of explaining why they have cameras in 1985. Um, I must not have seen this movie because I don't remember any of this. That's yeah, the, the, it, yeah, yeah. It's the third one is the one that takes place the furthest back in the timeline because it yeah. takes place in the 80s. So yeah, yeah. It's it has its moments, so it's it's worth a watch at least once. Which I think is the biggest weakness of those films is yeah. once you've seen it once, it's just like this is completely yeah, disposable. Yeah, um, I'm scrolling down this article of uh, like upcoming horror movie remakes, and I came across something that is truly horrific. I don't know if this is actually going to be a thing. Oh, uh, Hellraiser is a series that is in fucking limbo, um, and the studio that owns it is just abusing it left and right. Um, I don't have to speak any more about how much disdain I have for the most recent movies. Um, uh, it's so this says David S. Goyer's Hellraiser. Nope. King- Kill me slowly. Okay. okay. What the you know, fuck? You know, I'll devil's advocate this for just a minute. Because why not? 
for the for the sake of the show and for entertainment value. David S. Goyer started uh, at uh, Full Moon, is it? Full Moon Studios? Uh, Maybe. Masters and the, um, whatever they're called, uh, Demonic Toys. Uh, Joe would know. Um, Robot Jocks. Um, but that's where David Goyer started out. He, I think his first movie was Demonic Toys versus something or whatever. Um, Boy. So he has a background in horror. And maybe... I have those full movies. Would you really call them horror? <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. This is. I am stretching. I'm very much stretching right now. Um, maybe he has a respect for the Hellraiser series that might pull him yeah. through. But at the same time, we brought it up earlier. This is the man that made the Unborn. Um, I was about to say it is the guy who wrote the Unborn, which has a cool, like a couple cool jump scares. But outside of that, it's super fucking boring. One, the plot of that movie is fucking bonkers. Is that the it's movie that insane. its big selling point was the poster because they had the lead actress they in her underwear? Yeah, yeah all right. That's yeah. That that was the yeah. biggest thing about yeah, that. Movie yeah, I remember reading. Not Megan Fox in the movie. They, they <laughs> took full advantage of Odette Yesman being one of the most beautiful women who's ever existed. Um, yeah. And yeah, slapped her in the poster and just put her in underwear. Um, yeah, because I remember reading about that. I'm like, nah, I'm gonna pass on uh, that. Uh, oh, real quick, did uh, did David Goyer have anything to do with the Inhumans? I'm going someplace with this. Uh, no, no. Okay, because I was going to say, if he did, like, when he remakes uh, Hellraiser, what'll happen with his oh, first 10 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> Pinhead will have all his pins pulled out of his head. And, um, like, the chatterer won't have teeth, and, uh, yeah. Oh, there was a, uh, first time someone's tried to do this, Clive Barker tried doing it, and because the rights are such a fucking disaster, I guess he backed off. Um, and then, like, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, out of nowhere, with no announcement whatsoever, it's, I mm-hmm. can't remember who, but someone released a like maybe two minute long short film as like a pitch for a Hellraiser remake with these like wild ass visuals, um, a complete it redesign of Pinhead. Yeah, yeah, um, and it just died. There's a bunch of like production stuff you can find about it. It's interesting. But, yeah, Dimension mm-hmm. has no uh, interest in any of the series except for cranking out as many cheap fucking sequels as they can before the company dies. <laughs> I mean, Bob Weinstein has to make money somehow. Um, especially now that his brother is gone. Um, uh, yeah. Um, the remakes I'm actually most excited about are coming from Universal. Um, we talked about the Thing remake that they're doing, and it's not really a remake. It's really a, a, a back-to-the-book adaptation. Um, I'm into that. Um, I'm very into that, honestly. Um, because there's some interesting stuff in that book that hasn't actually been touched yet. Um, so I think they could make an interesting movie out of that. I haven't uh, seen Invisible Man yet, but everyone's told me that movie rocks. That would be phenomenal. I did give you a code, and I don't know if you've actually gone around to trying to... I forgot you gave it to me. <laughs> I'll put it again if you need. Um, I don't think I think they're good for a long time. I'll, I'll just redeem it after this. Well, I really Generally. just want to know if it works because I don't mind telling talking about this right now. Um, I bought the movie and I got like a code up ahead of time, and it's a different code than the one I gave you. So if I know that I can get two codes from now on, I'm just gonna do that and give the other codes to <laughs> you or somebody else well, if I have it? that option. 
to uh, delve into it a little bit, how did you? Where did you buy it from? Did you buy it from I, Amazon. I bought it from Best Buy, and they're oh. they were advertising that you can buy the Invisible Man right now and get a digital code before it ships to you. So well, I did then, that. And yeah. you have it on like Movies Anywhere or Voodoo or YouTube, yeah, something I, like that. Yeah, then, I have it right now, but I was given another code. It's the one that's in the that's in the. Case. Yeah, then that that should work. Like they yeah. gave you a a copy of it before the movie was out. So yeah, that that other code should work because they can't really go in and like yeah. redeem that other code that you got. So yeah, Connor, you should be good. Cool. Yeah. Um, that like yeah. one that looked that looked interesting right from the get go. Um, and mm-hmm. some of the shots in the trailer, like where she's in the kitchen, and she gets lifted up by the throat by something you can't fucking see. Um, oh, I was it's... like, that is scary as fuck. It's so good. It's shockingly good. Like, yeah. Yeah, My wife and I watched it a week or two ago and it's, yeah, there's, there's a lot of things going on in that movie that are are done so much better than it has any right to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, because of it, I'm, I'm kind of excited for that Wolfman movie that they, they've only announced an actor and they announced Ryan Gosling and that, that that works for me. No, um, uh, we've ta- we've talked about the chat, but the Benicio del Toro Wolfman movie, I think, is actually a fucking good time. <laughs> it is a good time. It is good. Um, and at first, I actually wasn't like, I wasn't like, oh, that's going to be great with Gosling. Um, but I thought back on when they first announced Elizabeth Moss. Now they announced her, I think, with Lee Winnell, so I had more of a complete vision in my yeah. head of what the movie would be. But Ryan Gosling is, I would put him in the same category as Elizabeth Moss in terms of, like, acting ability and... Oh, yeah. Definitely. And how good they are at choosing their next project um, and, like, being very in charge of whatever they're doing. So as long as he likes the director that he gets pitted with, um, I trust that he'll do a good job in the movie. He'll be a good wolfman, regardless of anything. Um, I have my own personal hangups about the Wolfman in particular, um, but I trust them at this point. Universal is, I mean, they made the Invisible Man and they did a very good job of that. So as long as they're doing a similar thing and they're remaining respectful to the original while doing a brand new story, I'm totally into it. Do you say that, but they also made The Mummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but <laughs> okay. This is a Blumhouse production. I know, That's which different. is, it's so weird that, like, it's it's Universal stuff, but Blumhouse is like, can we just do it? Because we're better at it, and Universal's like, all right, you're fine, whatever. <laughs> I mean, when you look at the amount of money that Blumhouse has made for Universal, yeah. um, their partnership is pretty solid. Um, so I can see why Universal would be like, hey, we make a lot of money just from distributing your movies. What if we actually worked on movies together? Uh, and, uh, that seems to be working out so far. So, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I kind of hope they don't try and connect these Universal Monster remakes. Like, um, they, at least not right away. We like, don't need to do it. If you're going to do it, please do it later. If at all, mm-hmm. um, don't, just don't, do it. How about I that? mean, but I think the, it might be inevitable, but that's that's yeah, part of the problem. problem. But um, here's the thing: they need to fight. Like all these monsters need to fight at some point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm I don't a... Invisible Man would really work 
but then I don't want to ruin it. You get murdered immediately, and then it would be like Frankenstein finding Wolfman. That's about it. That's all I want to say. Oh, Frankenstein's Frankenstein's monster. Oh, whatever. Okay, he is Frankenstein's son. I don't care if he's a bastard son. He is his son. So his surname would be Frankenstein. I Wait, will do you, fight anyone do you who not, Do you not understand how wouldn't. children are made? It, you know, your parents didn't go into a lab and use the parts Wait, of bodies to put That you does together. not change. He's <laughs> his progeny. Are, are, he would take the name Frankenstein. Are you implying that I wasn't created in a lab? Because... <laughs> He was he was a creation of him, but that died. Yeah, His last name is so Frankenstein, Eric. I'm going to agree to disagree with you on this one. Sorry, Eric, I, I, I'm going no, by the original no. text of the book. Then what does what that has nothing to do with it? He created him. He calls him his yeah. creator. That's yeah. That so no, Whatever. I think you're I think you're taking too uh, too narrow a view of that. It's a broader. That's thing. not a narrow view. He would be considered his son. What I don't <laughs> okay. Uh we're not we're not uh we're not doing this. Um <laughs> we're two hours we need to get out I was gonna say Invisible Man can Invisible Man doesn't have to be killed, he can just have what happened to him in the uh league comic. <laughs> oh yeah. No. If they do Yeah. Um if they do a crossover it just needs to make sense naturally. But like the original it crossover won't. never did. <laughs> That's the thing. They like, won't. I loved those. I love those movies, but none of them make any sense whatsoever. They need I mean, to introduce uh, Abbott and Costello. That's the only way it'll work. I mean, yes, absolutely. That's stupid. Would now would anything be an improvement over Tom Cruise walking to a room and basically it being like the franchise room? There's some vampire teeth, the, the creature of the Black Lagoon's hand in a jar, and a whole bunch of other stuff that you're going to look at and go, "I know that thing." I mean, yeah, we don't we don't need that. We don't obviously we don't need that. Um I don't know, like what they're doing so far is very character driven and not the kind of thing where you need to really visit these characters again. Like The Invisible Man doesn't need a sequel and I don't think it ever will have a sequel. I know that's what they're doing for these other universal monster movies. Um there's no real reason for there to be a crossover. At least with what they've done so far. Yeah. Um, so I don't need it. If they do it, I hope they do it well. But I can go without it. I'll be fine. If they um, do, I will say if they do do a crossover, I don't think it should be all the characters that Blue Mouse is doing. I think it should be its own separate thing. If, I agree, actually. If you, if you get what I, I like mean. How- I like how Freddy vs. Jason is technically straddling a line between like both of the series, but mm-hmm. if you watch it as if its own thing, it works perfectly fine. Um, yes, as long as absolutely. you know who both those people are, um, mm-hmm. I think this could work in the same way. Just make it a big old battle royal or something. Because it, would, I mean, yeah. that that would be a schlock fest. Like, I mean, it has to be something and take seriously. And you go and just watch Splatterfest. Right. If they if they just made it like a good version of the original House of Dracula or House of Frankenstein. If they just did that, like the version that people who watch that movie and get disappointed by the fact that it's it's literally like for this ten minutes, this is the monster. For this ten minutes, this is the monster. <laughs> like it's it's a relay race of monsters, but none of them interact on screen with each other, with one exception being that the wolfman is there on screen with Dracula and then the sun comes up. <laughs> So Ron King Jr. <laughs> runs down the stairs 
to Dracula's coffin and stakes him. So technically the Wolfman killed Dracula in that scene. Um, but it's not, it's not what you want. It's not Van Helsing where it's a werewolf ripping a vampire's fucking throat out. Um, uh, <laughs> those movies are really dumb and really goofy and I I would love them to just remake those and just do like a direct sequel to those movies cast a character actor who looks exactly like Lon Chaney Jr um, do that give me that movie I'll watch it um, nobody else will but I will uh, I, I kind of like I like Van I like I like Van Helsing because it's fucking stupid and ridiculous and totally over the top Van Helsing um, is hilarious to watch now yeah, yeah. It's, it's hilarious. It's fantastic. <laughs> so um, I, th- I think we can uh, wrap up now, though. Yeah. Before we talk about uh, like every bad remake in existence, and there's some I just choose not to revisit. I've probably forgotten about half of them anyway. I mean, the ones we didn't mention, they didn't deserve our attention. They weren't no. even. <laughs> they weren't <laughs> even <laughs> worthy of us. So they yeah. deserve to be dead um, to time. <laughs> yeah, and we're so imp- and we're so important, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. Us not, us not acknowledging them is a sign of. <laughs> I'm not. It's dead. Whatever that is. Uh, all right. So pluggy plugs. Um, uh-huh. Hey, movie dumpster. Uh, we got the Willies out now. Um, the one before that was. Wow, my memory's getting so bad. Uh, the Willies is out, but that's got Michael Ray Bauer, Donkey Lips from Salute Your Shorts. Um, we interviewed him for four hours, and Joe is in the process of editing that now, and it should be out soon. Oh um, it's nuts. Uh, I've talked about uh, the contents of it in our last episode, but he was super nice. Um, friends of him on Facebook now, which is a super surreal thing to say. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and also that Midsummer thing that I made is now up on the uh, MD. Uh, Instagram page and I'm <laughs> see how many people will tell me I'm shameful because I am. Um, outside of that, I think we're doing the stepfather next. So yeah, look out for that. Nice. Um, Lost Harrow podcast. Um, sometimes weekly show, depending on uh, how we're feeling. <laughs> um, uh, James Bond spinoff sort of side show. Um, new episodes coming out tomorrow as as of the time that we are recording this um so uh look forward to that uh, we cover george lazenby's one uh bond film and uh sean connery just uh very angrily uh just trudging his way through his last movie um his last official movie so uh go listen to that episode um and uh we recently recorded a guest episode uh, for that also so that will be out in a month or so from now um but uh, that one features uh, John Scott, uh, a recurring guest on this show. Um, so yeah, um, look forward to all that. And I think that's all I got. Uh, all right. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Luis Gonzalez. No space. Wow, wow, you spun it back on him. I did. Uh, I got nothing else, really. Uh, I did Secret Sessions, a podcast, recently. Um, go look at that episode. It's really funny. Yeah, uh, other than that... Oh, oh I, I am going to be on that show soon, too. I forgot about yes, that. I, our Ariel told oh. me, and I told her we have to fight now. So... <laughs> 
I mean, you guys do that in everything. Uh, so yeah. that's true. We do. <laughs> uh, that's it for me. Right? Build, uh... All right. Um, yeah. I'm Eric Fedorchek. Uh, I, whatever Instagram, Facebook, blah blah. Um, the state of the world right now is unbelievably horrific, and the onus is on anyone who is white to support anyone in your life who is a person of color not just specifically black people but but as of right now yes your focus should be on the racial equality that needs to be achieved in this country because as we're learning on a daily basis we have a police force and a government that's out of control and the only way to hold them accountable is to make your voice heard if you can't attend protests, if you can't be part of, which I'm not advocating, but I am, if you can't be part of riots that are constructive against the police, find out different groups that you can donate to. All you have to do is look up various places that are looking for money for bonds and bails for people who are looking for food and medical donations, which I'm sure they will gladly take that PayPal. I, I support black artists that you enjoy because they need to have their voices heard just as much, if not more right now. And don't let this be just a, I did my $10 donation. I feel like a good person. Continue to support these people can go out to your, find your local uh, a POC businesses and support them for takeout food or whatever the case might be. Like the onus is on us as white people, the most overprivileged race, not even race, the most overprivileged skin tone in the world to actually look out for everyone else who's around us because it's not a matter of race. It's a matter of fucking human beings and you need to stop being assholes to each other. Also, also fuck 12. Yes, fuck 12. It's all, it's all, it's always been fuck 12. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I had to get that in because we didn't get to talk about it during the show. Uh, yeah, no, that's fine. And I don't think uh, any of us could possibly add to that because that basically sums up the rest of us have to say. Uh, most we can do is say uh, seconded. Yeah. So, yeah, it's. I know there's probably only like three or four people listening, but do what you can. Like, do do what you can to help, like, and continue to try and help because it's, it's, it's not going to stop once the protests stop. It's going to still be there. And yeah, people it, need it, to it, be aware of it. It's a thing where people need to accept that this is the way this country is. Um, like, I was listening to uh, Off Topic, which is uh, a podcast that Achievement Hunter does. And they were saying the, the, the America that we're fighting for right now is the America people thought we had. Mm-hmm. And. I think that really rings true. And in order to make it that America, we need, we like us white people, we need to make it that way. Cause yeah. we can like, mm-hmm. and I know it's hard and it might affect people mentally and like all that, but this is like, you see, I see the unity. I don't, I don't see, I don't see it at all negative. Cause there is, there's a lot of negative, but I see things happening where we are trying to do that and maybe maybe it happens i don't know i i don't have all the answers i don't think any of us do and if you 
if you have questions, do your research. Don't burden your friends who are people of color with this because they're already dealing with this shit. It's so heavy on all of them. Like, I'm sure some people will be willing to help you out and lead you in the right direction. But the benefit for yourself and the people that you care about in your life, do your research before you try and enter into anything. Like, and don't be afraid to make a mistake and don't be afraid to say you're sorry if you do make a mistake on something because that goes a long way. Like, it's it's a learning process for a lot of people and it's something that, I, you know, I'm still learning new things every day that I'm like, holy shit, I didn't know this happened or, oh, I didn't realize that would be considered insensitive for some reason. But regardless, like, it's it's a learning process and the only way learning happens is by making mistakes and learning to humble yourself and say you're sorry when you do learn about mistakes. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Sorry, got really yeah. serious there. Yeah, <laughs> as a country, uh, it, it's it's a needed seriousness. So, yeah. No. Also, racism was started underneath the Denver airport. No, all right, all right. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Right back around. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's let's get this goofy ass ship on into the fucking into the dock into the. No. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Black Lives Matter. Oh, Who else? <laughs>